Bad morning, Kansas City. It's Tuesday, April 18th, 2023. On Thursday, April 16th, 16-year-old Ralph Yarl knocked on 84-year-old Andrew D. Lester's house in a Northland neighborhood in Kansas City, Missouri, and Lester opened the door and shot him in the forehead and then in the right arm. 16-year-old Yarl then ran door-to-door for help. With these stories, there are initially some things that aren't clear or reported on differently. NBC News said Yarl rang the doorbell, waited, and then Lester opened the door, said don't come back around here, then shot Yarl through the glass. They also say Yarl was on the ground when Lester shot him again in the right arm, and that Yarl went to three houses before someone finally helped him. Also, Police Chief Stacy Graves has been quoted saying, there were racial components to the case, but it seems like she also said the shooting did not appear to be racially motivated. Police say Lester was held for 24 hours, the maximum for a suspect in a felony until charges are filed. Police Chief Graves said after consulting with the Clay County Prosecutor's Office, Lester was released pending further investigation due to the need to obtain a formal statement from the victim and compile additional information for a case file to be presented. So they had to wait until the 16-year-old who had been shot in the forehead could tell them what happened. Graves also said the Missouri Stand Your Ground case could be a potential defense, but it would be up to the shooter to raise that defense. As of the time of this recording, Lester is not in custody, and by the looks of his mugshot, he's probably out making sure he has enough black hair and eyebrow dye for any upcoming trial or jail time. There are many stomach-churning aspects of the story. Looking at it today, it feels like the Stand Your Ground defense may not be viable because Lester shot through the door, and the little kid who got shot lived and can tell his side of the story. But imagine if Jarl had died or wasn't able to speak. What would that discussion look like? Lester could have said Jarl was banging on the door or trying to get it open, which I'm sure is still coming, but without Jarl's hospital bed testimony, would the media start asking those questions out loud sooner? This happened after 9 p.m. at night, but would defenders of the Stand Your Ground law start saying, it's the middle of the night, a black man's banging on your door trying to get in, what would you do? Even though Jarl just had the wrong address for picking up his twin little brothers, and in no world would be banging and pulling on a door at someone else's house to pick up his brothers. I've already seen articles that are mentioning that Lester's house has been vandalized with spray paint and eggs. What would they be saying about 16-year-old Ralph Yarl if he had died? We know what they would say because they said it about Trayvon. You can't shoot a deer on your porch in Kansas or Missouri, but you can shoot a person. Since 2005, nearly half of all states, including Kansas and Missouri, have introduced stand-your-ground laws. The folksy excuse for this law is the good guy with the gun argument. But on average, gun deaths went up 8% across the country. Missouri's gun homicides went up 31%, and Kansas's went up 27%. Right now, there's a bill in the Missouri House that prosecutors have dubbed the Make Murder Legal Act because it removes the requirement that a shooter presents a claim of self-defense. So as long as you kill the person you're shooting and there's no one left alive to tell their side of the story, the shooter would be given the benefit of the doubt and immune from prosecution. Now, that may sound crazy, but... It is. It's batshit fucking crazy and it makes it easier to murder people without the court getting involved, which the Stand Your Ground law already does. For example, in Wichita at a juvenile intake center, officers held a kid down on the ground for 30 minutes, handcuffed, and he died. And and they couldn't prosecute because they said it fell under the Stand Your Ground law. That's one example. Last year, the General Assembly passed a new gun law that prohibits state and local police from cooperating with federal agents on a variety of federal gun laws. Remember that crazy white couple who waved guns at the crowd of peaceful police brutality protesters in 2020? Well, that guy Mark McClowski, who is now a Republican Senate candidate, pleaded guilty to misdemeanor assaults for his actions. He wants that bill passed. Then he said he wouldn't have gotten in trouble. That guy came out of his house in a pink shirt and wrinkled ass pants like he had been laying down all day and waved an assault rifle at people walking past his house. 
not because he was threatened, but because he was mad about it. He pleaded guilty, he broke the law, and he wants that law changed so next time he won't be breaking any laws. The Missouri Senate not only want bad people to have guns, they want bad people to use them and get away with it easier. Which he already got away with it because he was pardoned by the Republican governor of Missouri. When automobiles became the number one killer of children, we passed seatbelt and car seat laws. We didn't say the only way to stop a bad driver with a car is to get a good driver with a car. Think about how many cars are out there on the road in the U.S. Think about how many trips you take with kids. Now think about how since 2019, more children die being murdered by a gun than in a car accident. Our children are being hunted with guns in schools, in churches, at malls, at concerts, on doorsteps, in preschools. Remember when kindergarten orientation would be so the parents could meet their child's teacher and see their cubby? Now it includes showing what door the babies will hide behind when the shooter comes in. Since 2015, over 19,000 people have been shot and wounded or killed in mass shootings. And the only laws being passed are ones that make the hunting easier and the hunters more protected. We've been arming the good guys with guns for 20 years and more children than ever are being murdered. They aren't doing anything. Every law that makes concealed carry easier or purchasing a gun easier has increased gun deaths so much that there is no possible way for any other country to even come close to us. Now when someone stops a shooter with a gun, we're like, oh, thank God. Imagine if they had gotten more. They only killed three first graders. What if the 16-year-old Ralph Jarl, who was picking up his little brothers, didn't miraculously survive after being shot in the forehead and in the arm and then left for dead? What if we didn't have his testimony? If Missouri gets its way and they pass the bills they want to pass, the 84-year-old who shot him through the door in the head would be immune from prosecution without even having to raise self-defense in a court of law. That's our show. See you tomorrow.